Happy Holidays, and welcome back to our 2020 holiday special, Mistletoe and Murder. As a reminder, this episode has an adult content warning. This game deals with sex, sexuality, and foul language. Listener discretion is advised. Last time, the Willowbury College Christmas Party found their president dead. Alice and Holly stole away to the master bedroom while investigating and encountered a familiar voice. Conrad and Poe meet up and converse with the anxious teaching staff. But it's time for the teens to buckle down and figure out what's going on at Willoughby Manor. Holly and Alice, you walk into the master sitting room. It's just a very nice little room. There's windows facing the outside and some comfortable chairs. From inside the master bedroom, you can see like a flickering light, like there is a fire going in that room. When you open the door, not too quietly, you hear calling from the other room. Mr. President, is that you? Do we recognize this voice? Uh, one of you does. Which is to say, Holly, you recognize the voice of your girlfriend, River. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, Zach, I don't know why you're surprised. I knew immediately, because Cody said in the last episode, a voice that's familiar. I'm like, it's River. I didn't hear that part, the familiar (laughs) part. I also kind of knew it was coming, but now that it's confirmed, it's pretty great. So... I think I I said it last time that Holly had Alice's hand and was like pulling her into the sitting room. I think she was probably like going in for like a hug to get started. And then when she hears River's voice, she like freezes and turns around and stomps into the master bedroom. Um, When you stomp into the master bedroom, you see sprawled out on the giant like ornate four poster bed uh your girlfriend hall or river wearing some very festive lingerie when she sees you walk in the room she looks immediately shocked and scared holly what are you um surprise hi You wanna explain yourself, River? No. You don't? You don't wanna tell me what this is? Surprise! No! No! (laughs) No, I don't think you get to do that! Well, Holly, I can tell. Look, I can tell. I can tell you're mad. I can tell. Oh, oh, can you? Well, but the thing is, Holly, um, you know, I met. It's not that I don't want to say I met someone else because that makes it seem like I don't want to have met you anymore. And that's definitely not the case, Holly. Holly, you know I love you, but sometimes opportunities present themselves that you can't just pass up. And this was one of those experiences I feel I feel like for myself, I needed to have. Oh, oh, opportunities came by. Well, you know what? I think an opportunity may have come by for me, too. And uh, Holly's going to turn to Alice, and I'm going to try and turn her on and give her a big old kiss. <laughs> right, and then you're only you're the only one who rolls that. Yes, Here, I think Here's so. a question, though. If Like, was Alice going to go along with this anyway? Yeah. Like, can you just auto-fail? Like, Well, she could shut me down. A, a lot, Yeah, but the thing is, if she doesn't want to do that, a lot of game mechanics just have, if you want to fail, you can fail. Or like if you wanna like if you wanna just let it happen, you can let it happen, you know what I mean? I think this is how effective her turning on is because even if okay. someone says something flirty to you, it doesn't mean you're immediately turned on kind of thing. Yeah. Or or the, maybe it could So be the like, win so if you get a ten, you gain a string on them and choose a reaction. Okay. If you get a seven to nine, they can either give you a string or choose a reaction. So it's like the success thing is kind of determining it's just determining like how much Okay. Give and take there is. So I rolled a 10. Nice. Good. Good start to this. So that means you get a string on Alice. Yes, I have a string on Alice now. And then you pick your response, Alice. I will choose. I give myself to you. Yeah. (laughs) It's Christmas time. (laughs) Unwrap this gift. (laughs) (laughs) So you're kind of lost in this kiss. 
Which and, one? Both? Huh? <laughs> Said which one? Both? Both of you are like lost in this kiss. You know, it's like high emotions. It's a passionate moment. There's firelight in the background. And you, Holly, you feel like a gentle hand on your shoulder and you turn around and River's there. She doesn't seem angry and she just whispers, you know, I don't mind if you have fun with other people. I just want you to know that I still love you. And then the door bangs open and in walks Madame Galacy, <laughs> who looks very upset. Her husband has just fallen to his death. And we're making out in his bedroom. She's dressed in a very, like, she's like an older woman. She's dressed in, like, a very nice red dress. Her eyes are a little red. She bursts in and sees the three of you piled on top of each other, one of whom is wearing lingerie, and says, What are the two of you doing in my bedroom? Wait, the two of you? She says, What are the two of you doing in my bedroom? Wait, did she know about this? She says, what are the two of you doing in my bedroom? I, I know what you said. <laughs> Sorry, the I'm two processing. people in this scene are not responding. <laughs> this is this is totally a threesome planned. Holly looks over at River. I don't know. Can I lay? I, I, is there a way to like see anything from looking? I don't I don't know what this would be. Okay, so I would say this is a moment where you cannot just magically infer the truth. You know the situation that has just happened. You can respond any way you wish. Does that make sense? Like, there's not more information to be gleaned without a conversation. I'm so sorry. Are we... Is this... This is your room. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. We'll just be going. And she is gonna try to pull Holly along with her and see what unfolds when Mrs. Galacy sees River. So you kind of start pulling Holly away, and then Mrs. Galacy kind of turns like watery eyes to River, and she goes, Dear, I have some terrible news. It's about the president. He's dead! And then, like, River just goes to pieces. She falls into Madame Galacy's arms, crying. Madame Galacy kind of looks over at Holly and Alice. So would you like to explain what you were doing in my bedroom, or... Maybe it's just best you leave. Uh, I'm trying to think of what we can ask <laughs> besides just leaving because there's something to gain here. Just ask, what the fuck? <laughs> Dang, Zach, that was exactly what I was going to say. It was like an appropriate question in this instance is, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, oh my gosh, I'm like stumped. I'm like <laughs> I think it would be a keep your cool role, but I have to figure out a question about the situation that I can ask. I mean, you can just talk to them. They're okay. not, like, throwing rocks at you. Okay, okay, okay. Um, hey, oh, wait. River, she knows about you? Well, yes. She, we, um, she, well, yes. She knows about me and her and her, well, ex-husband, I suppose. Wait a minute. So, you're having... An affair River, with the president I... of the and and his wife of the school. Yes, well, I guess not anymore. I cannot believe that you are doing that. You are, you were my girlfriend. I still am. No, this was just this was just an experience that I could. You don't understand. He's so smart. He was so smart, and he really understood me. And. His, she's, his, Madame Galacy's just so beautiful, and they took care of me, and, and they got to come to this, and that's why I've been missing dates. I thought I understood you, River. This is not, no, 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 this is a, this is a big thing that, you've broken a big piece of my trust right now, I don't think I'm going to bounce back from this, I think you've broken a very big promise to me. Madame Galacy looks at you now with anger in her eyes. I have just lost a husband, and I think it is time for you to leave. So, I would argue mm -hmm. that River cheating on me is breaking a promise or a contract. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, okay. So, I have a move called a fairy contract. Uh, when someone breaks a promise or contract made to you, take a string on them. 
Uh, when spending a string to even out the score and get justice on a broken promise, add these options to pulling strings. Basically, I have a couple options. Okay. A couple extra options. So I'm going to take a string on river. Yeah, that's fine. Like betrayed. Gosh, I want to do something. Like I want to, I want to use a, use a string on her like immediately. I mean, you can lash out physically. You can like slap her if you want. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's what she does. I think she stomps over and slaps her. Yeah. I am rolling great tonight, y'all. <laughs> that okay. is a... That's with volatile. Uh, So that's still at 11, despite me having a minus one. Wow. Double sixes? Dang. Yeah, double sixes. <laughs> so uh, I deal them harm, and they choke up momentarily before they can react. Um, um, and I'm going to pull a string. I'm going to add one to the harm I do to her. She really <laughs> hurt me. So this is, I am getting justice for my <laughs> broken heart. So you go up and slap her. And this isn't just like a regular slap. You can actually see little marks that you've left on her cheek where your like nails raked her face. Oh. And as soon as you do that, like, River reels back with tears in her eyes, and Madame Glacy stands up and grabs you by your arm and, like, shoves you out the door. And when she does that, you feel, like, a biting cold underneath her hands as she pushes you out the door. I don't know if this is technically an instance where you should take one harm. I'm gonna say this is an instance where you take one harm. Like, you have, like, frostbite marks on your arm. Okay. Out! The both of you! You can definitely do better than her. <laughs> you say that out loud in this case? Yes. Who are you? Oh, yes. are you saying that to Holly? To Holly, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that to the to, to Madame Galacy, like Oh, to Mrs. Galacy, no. <laughs> Caitlin's about to get hit. <laughs> Alice has no chill. <laughs> Uh, I think I think Holly like rips her arm away from Madame Glacy and just like turns her nose up at her and walks like grabs Alice's arm and wa at least gets him out of the master area. <sighs> well, that didn't go exactly as I was hoping for a number of reasons. Um, is something wrong with my arm? Uh, and she shows you her arm. I assume there's some kind of frostbite. Mark yeah, it's on it. like you can see like blistered cold or like slightly blackened skin where like icy hands touched you. Uh, yeah, Alice like runs her fingers over it and says, "Looks like frostbite. Um, maybe we should warm up somewhere else. Um, so we can go to." Another ex-bedroom that has an adjoining bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you can go to any of the bedrooms. None of them are taken yet. <laughs> <laughs> did it... Did that feel like anything you've felt before? No. No, it hit, um... It really hurt. My hand's kind of stinging. That felt really good slapping River. She fucking deserved it. Uh, but no. When Madame Glacy or president, whatever her name is, I don't know anymore. When she grabbed my arm, uh, no, it felt like, uh, something really cold. I'm assuming she did something. She's probably not so mortal, mundane. I don't know what we call them. I'm just, I'm a little huffy right now. <laughs> um, can I gaze into the abyss? What do you want to gaze into the abyss about? Just, I don't, I don't know if it'd be gazing into the abyss or keep your cool. Just to find out, like, what type of being could do that to somebody. Ooh. Trying to think of the right way to put this. I don't know that that is something you could gain. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of the way that you would know that. And to me, gaze into the abyss is like... That's like the past. Yeah, and roll plus dark. So, like, you could see a, a vision of what she is, or, like, something like that, but it wouldn't be, like, she is an ex. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will also say that this does not ascribe directly to, like, a player skin. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I would say, okay, you know what? Ga gaze into the abyss. I think I have a way to, to put this. Okay. Would it give me a sense of, like, what else she can do, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you have... Yeah, do you go, have go ahead. I, I, have a way to, I have a way to put it. Okay. Plus dark. That is an 11. 
Okay, you think back to the encounter that you just had where you saw Holly's arm get touched by cold or like, I want to say burnt, but that's not the right word, frostbitten um, by the cold hands of Madame Galassi. When you replay the events in your mind, this time you're able to see more than just like her very normal looking older woman appearance. Instead, now you see like almost ice-like skin, like a crystalline blue skin. Her eyes are opaque, bluish white. Her hair seems like one solid sheet of ice as she grabs onto Holly. So I think Alice is like running Holly's arm under water, like warm water to try to help the frostbite Mm. and relays that information. I don't think Madame Glacy is a natural mortal. No. I think she's some sort of ice being based on what she did to you and what I saw in that room. Yeah, um, I kind of got that impression. Holly uh, reaches over and, like, pushes Alice's hair back behind her ear. You know, maybe I'm, I'm kind of wondering if maybe we want to, uh, see if maybe Poe and Conrad are here and, uh, cause I, 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 you know, my vision out on the terrace, I saw something kind of supernatural, and it turns out President Glacey's wife is supernatural, so I think we might be in over our heads a little bit. Uh, sure, we can try to find them. You want to lead the way? Uh, so you guys leave? Yeah. You head out of the bedroom and start making your way back towards the balcony around the foyer. Conrad and Poe, what are you guys about? You're, you've just finished having a conversation with Professor, or rather, I've been calling them Doctor, with Dr. Nickel and Vice uh, President Ona. So I think we, like, stay in the same room but get a little bit of distance from the faculty. It looks like uh, there was an argument that Professor, sorry, Dr. Nickel was having with another, I guess, faculty member. I don't. I've never seen him before. And then it looked like the president was running from something and fell backwards over the balcony and then promptly died. Did you get any information from Dr. Nichols or Vice President Oma? Ona, sorry. Uh, nothing, nothing concrete from them. Dr. Nichols was more concerned with getting me to be in his next play. Not really something I'm interested in. You do have a good voice, though. Yeah, he wants me to do... He wants me to do something less musical and that's not really my jam probably be awkward with neil repeating every line two seconds after you did anyway so we might be able to work it in if we get him in the play as well but if he's in the audience yeah that'd just be awkward for everyone so what do we do next are we do we want to keep trying to solve this mystery do we want to go get shit-faced do you want to smoke more cigarettes sound really nice right now you just had one i'm a little stressed fair well, you said uh, you said try to solve this mystery or get shit-faced, and I say, why not both? Now that is a good idea. Let's start with the shit-faced. Okay, so um, <laughs> I just want to point out, the host of this party has just died. The alcohol is no longer freely circulating. <laughs> um, what? Currently- We're going to find it. You try to stop us. Uh, Vice President Ona is trying to set up uh, like- accommodation for everyone is like assigning rooms and the like you know so there is a kitchen you can go to if you want what about the wine cellar or the wine cellar yeah i was gonna say i was in the basement there's a definitely a wine cellar down there yeah and your posse is in the basement uh some of them when do the girls want to meet up with us? Or when do you want to have the girls meet up with us? So, I don't want to. It's up to you guys oh. what you do. Well, no, I'm just asking timing. Like, if they see us walking down, like, I'm fine oh, with Oh, oh, uh, yeah, they can at this point if you want. I- I'm cool with that. Okay, so, Holly and Alice, you find Poe and Conrad talking in the foyer. Well, 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 fancy meeting you here. Oh, hello, Alice. Hello. Always a pleasure to see you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Santa bring you some more coal this year? Uh, only for you. Told me to pass it along. That's not how Santa works. <laughs> what would you know? 
everyone knows this. It's called common knowledge. Maybe you should get some. Or are you too busy sleeping with other people's brothers? Okay, okay. Um, as entertaining as this is, I think we have more pressing things to do right now. Exactly. Um, Alice and I actually found a lot going on. Um, a lot, actually, of things happening upstairs. Um, well, that's, that's a relief, because Poe and I have kind of found jack shit. We fe- found out that the president fell to his death. I mean, that's a pretty big breakthrough. Yeah. Kind of sounds like everybody knew that one, so good good job on the mysteries, boys. <laughs> we know that it's something supernatural. It looks like something might have startled him. Something, like, ghostly or spectery. Specter? Spectral? Uh, I don't know anymore. And we also found out that my girlfriend has apparently been sleeping with the president and his wife and that's its own thing but the wife might actually be something supernatural too because uh she did this to me and holly like shows her arm so you're saying you're single yeah oh oh i am very single right now poe very non-casual takes a step like goes to (laughs) holly's side (laughs) i think alice puts her arm around uh, Holly's waist. There is definitely a staring daggers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more importantly, we found out that Madame Galacy is some sort of ice demon. Well, that makes things more interesting. Oh, uh, other news you guys have probably not heard. Uh, the phones are dead. We are stuck here until the sub storm passes. And no one seems to have cell service, so... We're kind of in a pickle. Uh, stuck together until we can find the murderer, I guess? I mean, I was going to say until the snow melts, but I don't see how finding the murderer helps us get unstuck. I think at this point, I'm uh, less concerned about... Well, I mean, okay, I'm still concerned about the murderer, but uh, I'm also curious how many more uh, people there are like us here. Because it sounds like there's more than we think. I've kind of assumed that there were more around. I mean, we don't really talk about our powers to people outside of us. Okay, Conrad, but there's not a lot of, like, stuff happening usually. So now we have supernatural murder happening. Well, to deal with that, Conrad and I were about to go get shit-faced in the wine cellar. And then solve a murder. That's the first good idea you've had, Poe. I love it. We go to the wine cellar, Cody. Uh, okay, so you make your way down through the wine cellar. At this point, like I said, you can see Ona starting to like try to pack people into rooms and find beds, but that's kind of eventually just abandoned as there's enough places for everyone to sleep. This house is huge, and she's not that worried about it, but people are starting to head in the direction of turning in. You know, it's like past midnight at this point. You make your way down to the wine cellar. It's kind of in like the furthest nook in the in the manor, uh, aside from just like a bunch of storage rooms. Uh, Real quick, real quick. As we get back downstairs, that's when my crew or my gang's going to join back up. Oh, okay. So, yeah. um, So you go back downstairs. You had left Kim down there, right? Yeah. And you had sent us or Neil to go and look around upstairs. Well, I sent Neil to the ballroom. Yeah. But then Steven also ended up in the ballroom. Oh, okay. Neil's at the ballroom. Yeah, yeah. You find Kim and you find Kim and Neil talking to each other. Steven's not around. So what'd you guys find? Anything anything interesting? The people at this party are stupid. Okay. Yeah, we found things. C- care to elaborate there, Neil? Yeah. I'm gonna elaborate. Uh you said he was on the main ballroom floor. Yes. Right, so there's a lot of people here. I noticed that Vice Principal Ona, she didn't ever come in the ballroom much. She seemed to be out taking care of things. Dr. Nickel kept going out to talk to her. And then other than that, the only people I recognized were Dr. Ram, Dr. Mari, and Dr. Noble. Gosh, she just gave me three names I have to type down. Yeah, there were three names. Dr. Ram, Dr. Mari, and Dr. Noble. You didn't see Madame Glacy anywhere? The widow? Nah, she wasn't around anywhere. We didn't see her anywhere. We just saw those three names. And then there were a bunch of students, but I didn't get all their names because I'm scared of talking to people. 
you can't be scared of talking to people. That's that's uh, that's Steven's gimmick. I think Steven's just scared of everything, but that is Steven's gimmick. You're right. I'm not scared of talking to people anymore. You've convinced me. Kim says, you're so convincing. We're all impressed by how convincing you are. Yay! Well, let's go get that wine now. Yeah, alcohol's the best thing right now, I guess. That's what we need. Bye, Conrad! She says, as you guys leave and head towards the wine cellar. Uh, you push into the wine cellar. It's kind of a round room that's mostly dark. There's, like, one old-timey lantern hung up in the ceiling, casting, like, a dim light around the room. When you walk in, you see one figure standing already pulling a bottle of wine out and trying to get the cork out. It is Dennis. Poe's brother. Poe's brother, Dennis, yeah. Hey, D. He looks up and smiles. Oh, if it isn't my two favorite people. Hi, Poe. He gives Alice a hug. How you doing, Alice? He gives Alice the finger. I'm just fine. You mind sharing that wine? Once I get this darn corkscrew out, I've never been good at this. Maybe you could give me a hand, and he hands the bottle to you. I'll open it. Can I? Yeah, you're able to open it. It's not hard. He's just stupid. (laughs) 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 It's a twist (laughs) (laughs) off. Oh, the worst. It's it's a metal twist top and he's trying to put the corkscrew in and can't figure out how. It's a metal twist top in a wine cellar in a mansion. (laughs) I was like, that's that's not that. It says 2020 on it. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I can think of words is like, it's a twist top. On a boxed wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she gets it off and takes a big swig and then hands it back to him. He starts just, like, guzzling with abandon. Uh, Holly bounces over uh, and, like, touches his arm. Hi, uh, I'm Holly. Big D or little D? <laughs> <laughs> I would say a normal size D. Jesus, Mandy. <laughs> if this is the game we're playing, I'm going to play the game. <laughs> I know, I know. But what are you fine-looking ladies doing down here? And is that the lead singer of the Con Radicals over there? These are my friends and Alice. <laughs> well, I already know Alice, of course. I know you do. Eat shit and die. So what brings you now, Poe? We've moved. What happened in our past? It can stay way back there. We're all adults. Anyways, what brings you guys down to the whiniest cellar? I mean, it looks like same as you there, Dennis. What, try to drink away the knowledge that we're stuck in a creepy house with a probable killer? Yep, I think we're on the same page. Poe finds a bottle of wine to open. So, uh, where were you when President crashed down? You see anything? Yeah, no, I was in the library with Mara. Um, we were talking about a research paper I'm writing for her. Real interesting stuff. Mostly about folklore, but, you know, also with, like, a modern take of how that relates to global angst. He says, staring off into the distance. (laughs) I know this is exactly what I asked for when I created my character, Cody, but man, do I hate him. <laughs> um, can I... <laughs> if you say turn oh, someone I don't on. Have a, I don't have a token on. I thought I had a token on Poe's brother. Uh, do you? If you do, you do. I don't have it ri- I haven't written down that I have a token on Poe, not Poe's brother. You have a token on Poe because you, we, like, were a thing. Right. Do you want a token with his brother? Because if you sleep with someone, you get a token, right? Yeah, she does. And canonically, in your backstory, you slept with him, right? Yes. I'm giving you a free token for that. Okay, I'll change that, because I have a string on Poe, and then it says I have a token on Poe and Holly's girlfriend. Yeah, I think it makes more sense to have a token on A token on Poe's brother, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are tokens, then? I assume you're talking about strings. That's just for me. Ah, okay. They're a specific thing for a witch. Yeah, it's a witch thing. If she sleeps with someone, she gets, like, a little item yep. that she can use for magic. They know about it, and it's cool. So, real quick question. Does Dennis know about supernatural stuff? I don't think so. You don't know that. Unless unless Poe specifically has told him, you don't know his understanding of it. Okay. 
I don't think Poe has told him, at least about Poe hasn't told him about himself. Right. The way I had it is Poe wasn't supernatural till after he was with Alice. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It was like a later development. Yeah. Yeah, then you wouldn't specifically know. And he's had a falling out with uh, Dennis since then. Which, I was trying to rectify that in my head because it, it sounded like, like, you were saying things that made it sound like you were pissed at Dennis, but then you you... The way you initiated the conversation was very cordial, and so I was confused. Uh, I think they're cordial, and when it's not, like, if Alice wasn't around, it would be more fine. But he's actively flirting with Alice in front of Poe. Yeah. I think I want to use a token in a secret ritual to cast my Hex Ring of Lies on Dennis. What does that do? Um, whenever the person attempts to lie, they hear a piercing ringing noise. Big lies will often make their knees buckle and disorient them. Severe lies can cause harm or even brain damage. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. As I said, Alice has zero chill. <laughs> uh, okay, you you do that. What does that look like when you when you cast that spell? So because I have a token... I don't have to chant in tongues. Oh, okay. So you can kind of just do it. Yeah. So it's like a subtle thing. Yes. Yeah. I'll say in your eyes, you can see like a burning ring around him with like, it looks like sharp needles pointed at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like fiery pointed needles at him, but no one else can see that. Okay. So I'm going to roll and then that'll determine what happens. Do you have to roll for that or does that just happen? I yeah. do. I have to roll to cast my hex. Okay. What'd you roll? I rolled an eight. What's the... So on it, so that means the hex works, but choose one. The casting does you one harm. The hex has weird side effects or trigger your darkest self. What's your darkest self? So there's um, a little paragraph. The time for subtly impatience is over. You're too powerful to put up I hex garbage. anyone who slights me. All of my hexes have unexpected side effects and are more effective than you're comfortable uh, with. I don't want to do that yet. I was going to say the hex has weird side effects. Yeah. But I want to know if he's lying about where he was. Um, so the Hex's weird side effects is kind of like, instead of it being, it will be painful for him to lie, but he'll also be slightly compelled to say the truth. Okay. Okay. That has happened, and okay. now you can still talk to him. Uh, so is research all you were doing? <laughs> no, of course not. I was having sex. Um, but I shouldn't, why did I tell you that? Shouldn't, no. Of course research was, ow, my head. What did you do to me? She, like, plucks the bottle of wine from him and hands it to Holly. <laughs> no, research is not all I was doing with Mara. Do you see anybody anybody else looking nervous, running? In the library? N no, we were in the library when we heard the crash. Just me and Mara. When Alice hands uh, Holly the, the bottle from him, Holly's going to touch Poe's butt and then shake the bottle at him. You want to go drink this somewhere else? He definitely follows. I don't like that they're leaving it. It makes it seem like they're ditching me with someone scary. Anyways, what else can I tell you? What's happening? Um, maybe you should lay off the wine. Right now, I'm drinking... To cover up the fact that I'm terrified that I might get murdered by whatever murdered the president, because there's definitely still a murderer in the house. And also, Mara seemed real scared when she saw the body. Uh, why don't you come with us and take a look around in some of these rooms? What am I supposed to help you find? I told you everything I knew. Don't you want to come along for the ride? No, not with you. You're scary, and I think that you did something to me. I can't stop telling the truth, and it's terrible. Every time I try not to, my head feels like it's on fire. Also, I'm supposed to be with Mara. I don't even know why I'm down here, but I wanted to drink. Maybe you just had a, a bad bottle of wine or something. I don't think so. I'm not convinced by that at all. He's still like an open book if there's any other questions you want to ask him. Conrad, you got anything? Did you murder him? <laughs> I didn't murder anyone. The only thing I did wrong was having sex with Mara. Well, now I'm curious. Zach is curious. Why is that wrong? But Poe's gone. I mean, you can ask that. Poe po and Holly are gone. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You asked that. I shouldn't have responded. In well, anyways, <laughs> someone else can ask that if you want. So Conrad is going to get a get a little smirk on his face and kind of knowing where this is going already. It's like, 
So what were you and Mara doing in the library then? We were having lots of sex, which we should not have been doing. When we heard the scream, she was just getting dressed again. I still had my shirt off. We had not reviewed the research paper. And what's wrong with that? Sex is great. It is not with the vice principal or president of the university. Oh, that's who Mara is. (laughs) Would we have known that that was her name? I don't think so. Uh, Not unless you asked. She introduced herself as vice principal or president. Gosh, I gotta stop saying We probably would have known her name, though. Okay, but like, I wouldn't assume, even if the somebody has the same name as the vice president i would not assume it's the same person (laughs) that's true oh that mara gotcha yes mara ona vice president of this university i guess now president oh that is interesting it is it is (laughs) why am i telling you this so how was it good it's always really good intoxicating you might say so you've been together for a while a little bit. Yep. Yep. Okay. She helps me with research papers. Ow! That's the lie we tell. Did she Did she seem off tonight beforehand? I wouldn't say she seemed off beforehand. No, it's just she looked terrified when she saw the body, like more terrified than she looked worried. Like, okay, mm, do you know what I mean when... Like, there's the one thing of seeing a dead body. That's shocking and terrifying. She seemed like she wasn't exactly surprised to see the dead body, but was scared now that she had. She didn't seem surprised. She seemed worried. In a, like, she's next sort of way? That's a question for her. I don't know. The only thing I know how to do is have sex with her. (laughs) Well, maybe you know how to ask her questions, too. Let's go find her. I don't want to do... I don't think so. Okay, so you have to, like, try to convince him. So you have some options here. You can either try to, like, seduce him, or you can, like, I'm trying to think about the other way that you can do this. What's your other, what's your other hex? Um, binding. The person cannot physically harm others. No, that's not super helpful. Um. I can, I can do turn someone on. Yeah, I think that would be what you have to try to do here. Okay. That's an eight. So they can either give me a string or choose one of the reactions. Um... I give myself to you, I promise something I think you want, or get, I get embarrassed and act awkward. You can kind of pick. Oh, I pick his reaction? Or it says you you pick, Cody. Do I pick? I'm sorry, I'm confused yeah. by yeah, the wording. It's, it's your, you're picking how he reacts. They can either give you a string or choose one of the reactions. I give myself to you, I promise something I think you want, I get embarrassed and act awkward. Oh, no, no, no. On a seven to nine, they can either give you a string or choose one of the reactions. So you can either get a string with him or they give you one of the things. So you don't have a string on him, basically, is what's happening. So carrying forward, he's not attracted to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's just going to go with you. But he's not, like, attracted. Does that make sense? Like, moving forward, he's not, like, maintaining that attraction. Yeah, you're doing the I promise something I think you want, which is help. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah, yeah go along yeah. and talk to Mara. Okay. So I think she starts pushing him out the door, like behind him by the shoulders, and like spanks him a little bit. It's like, no, come on. We can go find her. Uh, Conrad, what are you doing? I'll go with. Uh, okay. We're going to switch back over to Poe and Holly. You go into the storage room, I guess. Where, where, no, where are we? Are we going? Um, so I don't know how big the wine cellar is. I was literally just thinking it was like there was like shelves you know of wine or like oh like rows or racks yeah Yeah, like rows i assumed we weren't going far uh okay that's fine that's fine so you guys are just kind of like in the very back of the wine cellar in like a dark corner exactly and drinking i didn't have anything specific to do here uh unless we want to drink and like turn you on i mean i'm cool with that if you want to do that yeah i'm gonna turn you on then from us sitting around and drinking and holly's just kind of mad trying to get with anyone exactly uh is it hot yeah yeah um better be <laughs> uh that's a nine do you want to string on me or do you want me to pick a reaction i think i want you to pick a reaction well what are you doing i think she kind of like pulls you away because she notices that like you're getting heated because of dennis so they're just like drinking so like you know she'll take a swig from the bottle and then pass it off to you and is just like cuddling up next to you uh and then uh she grabs your thigh are we standing or sitting 
Oh, I was thinking sitting. Okay, I, I think I'll choose I give myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy's just getting that result from everyone. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's the character. Let's do it. I think like as you grab his thigh, he just like turns to you and like does a thing where he pulls you real close and then just gives you a really deep kiss. Perfect. Yeah. Dead. She's kissing you right back. They're making out hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're solving mysteries. <laughs> we're, we're, we're really solving mysteries. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of like tugging on clothes type of thing and making out. Uh, okay, we are gonna cut to uh, Alice. Very like hesitantly, Dennis is leading you um, up to the second floor to one of the bedrooms where like at this point, like I said, people are starting to turn in. So we'll say it's like bedroom two it's kind of like a more secluded one it's near the front of the house he knocks on the door and says uh mara i, I brought people here to see you they said they they wanted to talk to you um i told them maybe you wouldn't want to talk to them but they said that i i should so anyways i brought you people the door opens mara's like changed into like pajamas you know and she kind of has like tousled hair and looks a little confused Dennis, what are you doing here? And who are both of you? Hello. Like, Con Conrad's not making, like, he's not, like, trying to do it to make a show of it, but he definitely looks her up and down. So, hi. H hello. Why did Dennis bring you to me right now? We just have some questions about what's going on. Um, Everything's been really strange, but you seem to be taking charge and have some more knowledge about what's happening. I was wondering if maybe you could shed some light on that. Well, why don't you come in? I know you probably need to talk, and of course I'm here to try to make this time as easy on the students as, as possible. And she uh, opens the door and lets you and Conrad in, and when Dennis tries to come in too, she goes, you can, I found you a room over there. Um, and she, like, points to, like, a group bedroom with other students piling into it and closes the door. She sits down on the bed and goes, now I know this is an upsetting time. What can I do for you? I just have to wonder if you maybe know what's going to happen next. It seems like there's a killer and Dennis seems to think you're really knowledgeable. And Well, D Dennis is sweet and that's that's nice of him to say. So, he's not entirely wrong. And of course, we don't want to make a big show of this in front of all the students. We don't want to panic anybody. But given the way that President Galassi fell, it does seem unlikely that he just sprinted backwards towards a balcony, broke the rails, and fell to his death in his own house. Doesn't look like he slipped on anything. It looks more like he may have been pushed. Uh, we can't really rule that out, unfortunately. We really have no way of contacting anyone in town to bring the police. And so I'm just trying to keep calm and, and keep people from running out into the snow. Um, she kind of like puts her hand on your leg and goes, I'm sure you can help me make sure that no one else takes off. Because the last thing we need is students getting themselves killed out, you know, in a frozen forest because they're worried about something that might have happened here. I'm sure if there was any malicious intent towards the president it was isolated to him and not to all of us it's still a little disconcerting though if if there if there is really a killer among among us in the in the house it's like how can any of us really go to sleep well i can keep you safe don't worry i'm sure nothing bad's going to happen this evening and really what other choice do we have at this point just Pile the fires high and lock your doors, right? I mean, what other choice What other choice we have? We could try to figure out who it is and contain them. Well, now I will say this. I don't want any students running around acting like little Sherlock Holmeses. I'm sure you're all very smart, but the last thing we need is one of you stirring up trouble and getting hurt. If there is a killer here, the best thing we can do is leave them alone and not instigate more violence. I know you're all very young. You're all very eager to have some adventure, but in this case, the consequence could be either of you getting hurt, and I just couldn't stand that. Can I roll keep your cool to 
find out more about the situation. Uh, I want to know what she's not like what she's worried about or like why she was worried and not surprised as Dennis said. Is that too much? So keep your cool when you keep your cool before before this role at the end of that conversation. I just didn't say it fast enough. Um, When she says that she like doesn't want the students getting hurt. He's going to like he's like going to he's going to like put a hand on uh, on her shoulder and say, I think I can take care of myself. Well, you do both seem to be robust youths, but caution is necessary. So, okay. So I think in this case, you, I don't think that's a keep your cool. I think that's either gaze into the abyss or you can either gaze into the abyss or turn someone on. Gaze into the abyss will be to magically try to determine something about her, like gain some kind of like aura thing. Turn someone on would be like you try to flirt it out of her. Does that make sense? Okay. I was wondering if I could do that because like the, the reactions weren't. I guess, I guess I promise something I think you... Promise something they think you want. Yeah. I'm going to gaze into the abyss because my dark score is better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, it's an eight. The abyss shows you confusing and alarming visions, but you get your answer nonetheless. So I want to know what she's what she's worried about and why she's worried, not surprised, that the president is dead. Gotcha. So when she puts her hand on your leg... You can feel, like, that tingle that almost says, like, not mundane, if that makes sense. Like, there's a certain, like, electricity to these type of people that you feel when you're around, like, your friends that you kind of know. Yeah. Um, So you feel that electric tingle of, like, her being something more than mundane. And the image that pops in your mind that's very upsetting is, like, witch burnings keep flashing through your mind as she's like has her hand on your leg that just kind of keeps replaying in your mind these images of witch burnings like she's scared of being discovered does that make sense okay yeah because she's supernatural yes yes well you don't know you know that she's what she is scared of is being discovered yeah well yeah but then you also said that she wasn't like totally mundane she is not mundane you know that right yeah okay so i want to try to do something as well okay is she is she sitting on She's sitting on a bed, yeah. Okay. I I'm going to go sit next to her. Okay. And uh say how about this? Um we could be your eyes and ears around here and let you know if we find anything and kind of like put his uh put his hand on her knee trying trying to turn her on. Uh okay, roll 7 to 9. Or roll yeah, not 7 to 9. Just roll. <laughs> I refuse to roll 7 to 9 because I rolled a 13. <laughs> Well, I mean, I rolled really well and my hot is plus two, so... You are her type. When you put your hand on her leg, she looks over at you and kind of like bats her lashings and goes, well, I can always use people, you know, keeping an eye out, making sure things seem cool, and also keeping me safe tonight. And she like leans in and kisses you. Awesome. He kisses her back. (laughs) Alice. What do you do? Um, Push Conrad off. Try to turn her on. <laughs> I think she's gonna leave. <laughs> the witch burning thing freaked her out and is not a turn on. Oh, yeah, right. Specifically for you. <laughs> right, yeah. No, it's like, even if it's not really having anything to do with her like not what you want to see before you kiss somebody so um yeah and of course conrad would have no clue about any of this right exactly (laughs) so you kind of like awkwardly get to your feet and start shuffling back as like what was like a kiss turns into them making out yeah turns into them laying back on the bed clothes are starting to come off and you're just like seeing images of witches being burnt and backing out of the room (laughs) You open the door, like, as you start hearing moaning and shut it really quickly and look over and Dennis is standing there. (laughs) Oh, no. Is Conrad not with you? Uh, no, he's gonna... He's making out with Myra. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just straight out said it. God, throw me under the bus, why don't you? (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I can't keep up with her. 
She's kind of a lot. Uh, are you doing okay? No. Every time I try to lie, my head hurts. Every time I think about the truth, I get dizzy. I don't feel good. Well, we could go somewhere else and you don't have to do any talking. That sounds nice. So, I, I think I think it's funny that I am I was the last person to try to seduce someone or be seduced, and then I succeeded first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think, actually, Poe and Holly succeeded first. I, we didn't see we didn't see clothes come off <laughs> in that scene. <laughs> That's because Cody cut away before we did. Yeah, I think um, Alice and Dennis are going to find a different bedroom. Oh, you're going for a different F word there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for my own needing to know the future, are are you, like, trying to make out with him, or are you just, like, nicely putting him to bed? Um, I think she'll make out with him. Okay, are you guys, you guys, get, you guys gonna have sex tonight? Is that gonna happen? Yeah. Okay, what is your sex move? She gets a talisman from him. Or a tri- I get a token. Oh, gosh. I used my one token. <laughs> you, just to conti- you just get to continue torturing his poor mind. <laughs> no, he's cool with it. Yeah, you, re- you really fucked him up there. <laughs> no, she's about to. <laughs> yeah, so you guys just smash into the next abandoned, uh, abandoned bedroom, and we'll, we'll cut to black there and end the episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mistletoe and Murder. Monster Hearts was created by Buried Without Ceremony, which you can visit at buriedwithoutceremony.com to support their role-playing games about community, doubt, queerness, and the collapse of civilization. The music for this show is a moment's reflection from audiononics.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network and on Twitch under wandering underscore gamer underscore network. Until next time, you better watch out.